Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast. Founder of Uncut Media Group, a hip-hop blogger with over 10 years experience, editor-in-chief of UncutMagazine.net, he's Wade Blogs. Pokemon Go expert, comic book fan, and an overall wildcard, she's Ari. Founder, artist, and CEO of A-Game Records, he's G-Li. And now, here's your host, Wade Bloggs. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words Wade Podcast, episode 65. 65. Know what this time, off top. I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, aka Mr. Quid Pro Quo, aka Z. Wait for it. Four. Bitches. Bruh. Wade Blogs. <laughs> Joining me as always. Uh, Don't. The Girl Wonder. Right, we said that last week. We can't why? say that. Why? Why gotta be like? It I can't just say. I can't go for all my names to just Ari. It sounds whack. Just Lady Ari. Ari's in the building, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? What's up? And returning from um, parts unknown. Parts unknown. Uh, the the upside down. The upside down. Um, what else we said? Demigolden got The what? The Demi Gordon got you, <laughs> especially last time. Never mind. G's okay, G's in the building, y'all. What's up? Uh, we have a full house here. Jews in the building, of course. Uh, and <laughs> uh, how are y'all feeling? We good? It's a good show. We good? We ready? Yeah. All right. All right. We're ready. Shout out to our YouTube viewership who's watching this on YouTube. Shout out to y'all. Uh, appreciate y'all. I've been asking me for a year and a half for video content, so now we have it. So shut up. Uh, anyway, let's get into it. Before we even get into the shits, the major shits in the rundown, the I do want to say, last episode, I had said, and I quote, you know, sometimes I predict shit. Sometimes oh, I'm, just, I'm just so futuristic with shit. It's like Zenith. So. <laughs> it's like Zenith. Last week, in this very podcast, go check the stats. I said, in the next five years, we're going to stop seeing CDs being sold. I said that. Everybody's like, yeah, okay, yeah, it makes sense. Woo-woo. As soon as we leave this podcast, the next day, Best Buy announces they're going to stop selling CDs starting July 1st. Did I call that? Can I get my credit? Conspiracy theory, wait. I should plug up the soundboard so I can get my applause. Really? <laughs> Because I called that. <laughs> that sounds like distorted. Whatever the hell. Like that doesn't even sound like the pair of glass. Yo, what the hell was that? That sounds like a horror movie. I'm scared now. <laughs> no. That was the crowd goes wild. The crowd goes wild. Mm-mm. Yo. <laughs> I just want my credit. That's all. But Best Buy stops selling CDs July 1st. Pretty soon, other people going to follow. But I just want to get my credit for that. So it's going to start with them. It's going to start with Best Buy, and you're going to see other people 
starting soon. We'll come back. We'll revisit this. But I just want to make sure everybody knew that I was right. Mm. Important to me. Mm. That's kind of fucked up, though. <laughs> you mm. think so? That's fucked up. How 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 you think it is? Well, hold on. Let's let's save that before we get back to that. Cause we have a, a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah. So let's let's get into the rundown. 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 So the major talk of the week, Hmm. Quincy Jones. Hmm. For you young fucks that don't know who Quincy Jones is, and and I'm saying this not to be ignorant, but my daughter actually asked me, Dad, who is Quincy Jones? So I'm assuming people of her age and you know in that bracket that maybe listening to this podcast have no idea who Quincy Jones is, and that's fine. So let me just educate you a little, just just England. Who Quincy Jones is? This man is responsible for, I want to say, ninety percent of black music in the seventies and eighties. Like, um, he has, I think it's what eighty nine Grammys. Is that what I read earlier? Uh, mm-hmm. I think it is, it's either eighty nine or eighty five. It's eighty plus. We just gonna go with eighty plus until yeah. I find the exact number. But it's eighty plus. For those who hold weight in Grammy consideration, he has 80 plus Grammys to his name. He p- produced, executive produced most of Michael Jackson's classic oh, hits. We wrong. We got it backwards. 28. It's 28. It's 28? What was I talking about? It's 28. Is age? Oh, he's 84, though. Yeah, his age is 84. <laughs> hmm. Oh, yeah, I do see. His Grammy Award is 28. And then, of course, they threw in co-producing Michael Jackson's biggest-selling albums. Not one, several. Yes. So, suffice it to say, Quincy Jones is a music legend. And me even telling you this is not giving him enough credit for the stuff he's done. Mm-hmm. Hell to the no. And, and sidebar, his son, QD3, shout out to QD3, produced for pop. So, that's yeah. What, so, Which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, and you remember Pop was engaged to his daughter. So that's another Yeah, because you know, Quincy scores movies like he directs orchestras and things like that. Yeah, so it, it all... It sounds like, nah, sound like, nah, I'm going to fuck with these thugs, daddy. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. I need some thugs. But for those who are not aware, Quincy Jones sat down and did a interview with Vulture um, magazine newspaper. And he, as the young folks say, spilled all the tea. The highlights from this interview, and I'm not giving this interview enough credit. I often say I hate interviews because of the the when the interviewee is not being honest. But I would have loved to do this interview. <laughs> I would have I would have sat down and listened to whatever Quincy had to say to do this interview. He actually told all the truth. He spilled all the tea. Let's just start from some of the highlights here. Let's just go into um I don't know uh. It's so, so much shit to pick from. God damn. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, if you want to take it in order from like how to how it start unfolding, the first one was Michael Jackson. Okay, we'll start. Let's start. Let's start from there. And by the way, you can read the full interview in its entirety on Vulture.com. Um, shout out to them for doing this. I never heard y'all before. So the best interview I've ever done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So let's, let's start with, he starts, the interview starts off, and we're, it's only highlights, I'm not going to read the whole interview for y'all, y'all go to Vulture.com, check it out, um, maybe UncutMagazine.net might have it. 
Shameless plug. Uh, he they asked him. The interviewer asked him about you know working with Michael Jackson, and immediately, QD three goes. QD, I'm sorry, QD Quincy Jones goes in. He says, and I quote, "I hate to get into this publicly, but Michael stole a lot of his stuff. He stole a lot of his songs. Donna Summer, State of Independence, Billie Jean. The notes don't lie, man. He was Machiavellian as they come." Of course you wanted to read that. Of course I wanted to read the Macaulay part. Told Good you. Life. Uh, and then we're interviewing how so. Quincy says, greedy man. Greedy. Don't stop till you get enough. Greg, whatever that guy's name is, wrote the C-section. Bruh. I know, right? Somebody else wrote the C-section. <laughs> Michael should have gave him 10% of the song and wouldn't do it. Then the interview continues. What about outside of music? What's misunderstood about Michael? I used to kill him about the plastic surgery, man. He'd always justify it and say it's because of some disease he had. Bullshit. <laughs> he says, bullshit. How much were his problems wrapped up in his fame? You mean with the way he looked? He had a problem with his looks because his father told him he was ugly and abused him. What do you expect? Let's stop. Let's, let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. Of course we would stop right there. Of like course. a fucking commercial. We're <laughs> <laughs> going go into this. So... It's a lot, and we just have to divulge right there. A lot we have to digest. He immediately says, "Okay, Mike stole a lot of shit," which has been said before. We've heard the accusation before, but for for to come from Quincy, somebody who's worked on a lot of this shit with Mike, had catahosis with Lily. Now, disclaimer: Quincy is eighty-four years old, and I've heard people say, "Hey, he's just a senile old man just talking." Hell no. I don't feel like he's senile. I feel like he knows exactly what's going on. Like he's he's sharp as you know what I'm saying. When people give out too much information, they die. We will get to that part later because he, he, he gave out some shit. He gave out some shit. He next man. <laughs> don't do that. Don't. Hey, hey, don't, hey. y'all better bubble wrap this dude. Don't do that. Don't man, not, not with. we saved no. the pussy. Don't do that. Um, but how do, hold on. Let's first off. Let's let's digest what we just talked about. His um, Michael's feelings, feelings for his father. Do y'all? How do y'all feel about that? What, 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 what do y'all feel about him saying that? He said, how do we feel about what statement? Michael, what? Uh, Michael, the reason Michael got all those surgeries is because of what his father did to him. I mean, I had heard that before, though. Like, that's that's not nothing new. Um, between that and, you know, the, the, the quote-unquote disease that he had is, you know, why he got all of the surgeries, why his skin got lighter and all of that. So. Now, if you remember... When Michael first announced he had vitiligo, the whole world was like bullshit. There's no such thing as vitiligo. And he was just bleaching his skin. If you remember the whole thing, he was bleaching his skin. Um, now, I actually know someone with vitiligo, so I know that's a real disease. Yeah. So, it's just what happens when you're not comfortable in your own skin and you're not, you're not brought up in that light or, or that understanding that you know, your flaws are what makes you special. Your imperfections are what makes you special. Exactly. And that's what makes you unique. Like, you're not supposed to fit in with everybody. You're not supposed to have or look like everybody else. You're an individual. So you get told that the way you look is not pleasing and it's a curse or, you know, it's not, it's not going to work for society. Of course, you're going to have image issues. 
and then for him to, his father to tell him that he was ugly so that's why he got all the nose jobs and, and all the work on himself I mean, as a makes, way to try to impress his father well i guess to appease his father i wouldn't say impress just to appease it makes sense it makes perfect sense it does i mean there's a lot of stuff that ends up being traumatic to a child so and they bring it right into adulthood mm-hmm. i mean look at him yeah. We always talk about Let's Lil not Kim. talk about her. No, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same. We talk about Lil' Kim getting all these surgeries. And if you look at Kim. But she's still not done. She's not, but she's trying to look like Faith. You know why? Big left Faith. Big left her for Faith. Look at Lil' <sighs> conspiracy. Kim. Conspiracy. Conspiracy the way. If you look at Lil' Kim now. Mm-hmm. Look at Don't Lil- think about that. Think about it. Don't think about that. Jews on my side. Jews on your side. You know what? Bye. Think about this. Think about how Kim started crushing you. And think about Faith then. Faith Evans then. As soon as I get home, Faith. Look at Kim now. Who does she look like? A balloon. She's like a bad impression of Faith Evans. I'm telling you. Unka Nation. Look at the pictures. Pull up Faith Evans. Pull up little Kim. What meme did you get this off of? I'm, this is just me. This is just you know, what the, you know what the bad part is? What's that? I never looked at it that way. But it makes so much sense. It makes perfect. She was scarred. Big scarred her. And, and to, to appease to Big to this day, she's trying to look like the woman that he left her for. That's some deep, scary That's some shit. Deep, fucked up shit. Conspiracy theory away. The, the crazy That's thing is, I trust when they. <laughs> I know y'all have seen the, the, the post on, on the gram when it was like. It's gonna be it's uh, gonna be sad when Lil Kim get to heaven and Big don't recognize her. And that's gonna be no. Have you seen the one where it said it's a damn shame that twenty years later your sad chick will leave you alone? Big been dead twenty years later and Kim's still talking about. But I digress. <laughs> Shout out to Kim, we love you. I used to love Lil Kim. Shade. I used to I used to love Shade with Wade. I used to Shade love with Wade, man. But yo, let's continue on with Quincy's interview because this is very deep. Let's. Here's here's a really important part. Let's let we we leave. We'll come back to Michael Jackson in a second. Uh-uh. The interviewer asked, "Hey man, tell me something. Where's it? Where's it? At? Uh, I want to read this part. What's something you wish you didn't know? Immediately, <laughs> he says, "Who killed Kennedy?" Chicago mob. Listen, hold on, hold on. He says, "Tell me something you shouldn't know." Quincy says, "Who killed Kennedy?" That's Mr. B. Chicago mobster Sam Giancana. The connection was there between Sinatra and the mafia and Kennedy. Joe Kennedy. He was a bad man. He came to Frank to have him talk to Giancana about getting the votes. The interview is like I've heard your story before. The mob helped win Illinois for Kennedy in 1960. Then, then Quincy's like, you know what? We shouldn't talk about this publicly. <laughs> Let's change the subject. So, so how are you saying, you know what? I'm going to tell you something that I shouldn't know. I'm telling you something that I shouldn't know that I know. But you know what? Let's talk about something else. This is when you get to that certain eight point in life where you just don't give a fuck about shit. Like, for example, I have a 94-year-old grandmother. I love my grandma. Shout out grandma. Esther. She doesn't care about shit. She will tell you anything and doesn't give a fuck. She's 94. What you going to do to her? I feel like... Exactly. Yeah, I'm saying. I feel like Quincy's at that point in his life was like, "What are you gonna do? I'm 84 years. I've done everything. What are you gonna do? 
Like, yeah, when you get to that point, it's just like, yo, I had a hell of a run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, hey, what's the I had a hell of a fucking run. What you gonna do to me? What's the, <laughs> um, the line in Baby Boy? I done seen everything else but Jesus. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've done everything. What do you want to do? Yeah, what you, what you, what you want to do? What you want to do at this point? I'm good. Oh, I, can, I can like leave with no regrets. Have at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's more things he talks about. He goes in to talk about the Beatles, his first impression of the Beatles, and and that's literally the question: What was your first impression of the Beatles? He said they were the worst musicians in the world. They were non. Yo, that shit was fun. <laughs> they were non-player that motherfuckers. Was fun. Paul was the worst bass player I ever heard, and Ringo didn't give me to talk about it. I remember once we were in the studio with George Martin and Ringo. Had taken three hours for a four bar thing he was trying to fix on the song. He couldn't get it. We said, mate, why don't you go get some lager and some lime, some shepherd's pie, take an hour and a half, and relax a little bit. So he did. And we called Ronnie Varel, a jazz drummer. Ronnie came in for 15 minutes and tore it up. And Ringo came back and says, George, can you play it for me one time? So George did, and Ringo says, that didn't sound so bad. And I said, yeah, motherfucker, because it ain't you. <laughs> Great guy, though. <laughs> He's a great guy, though. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's a that's a uh, elderly person for you. They will give you a backhanded compliment. Yo, that is- they will goddamn bash the shit out you, and then at the end be like, "Man, he good people. I love him." <laughs> like, exactly. What? Like, He's a good guy, though. You you just destroyed my whole character. For twenty to thirty minutes, and just gonna sum it up. But you know, I rock with him. <laughs> he's a great guy. Yeah. You know, he ain't shit, but he's a great guy. You know, that's 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 a definitely yeah. old old thing people do. Old folks do. Yeah, backhand the compliment. Yeah, he ain't yeah. shit. He's a wonderful individual, though. <laughs> <laughs> love him to death, but he ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, love him to death, but he ain't shit. <laughs> How does that go together? <laughs> So then the interviewer continues on. And I should get the interviewer's name because I'm reading this whole shit. Um, what is his name? Somebody give me this interviewer's name. Um, David Marchese? Marchese? Yeah, whatever. Shout out to you. Who's What's that? Your name? That's David. That's, I went to the byline. I went to the byline. It's David Marchese. Something. Oh, okay. If I mispronounced it. I apologize, homie. You um, probably did. Probably did. Okay. I feel like that's a made up name. It might be an AKA. He may not want to be with us. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like. I feel like. He don't want to implement, um, implement, implicate himself in this interview. Exactly. <laughs> so he, he put an alias, especially when they started talking about who killed Kennedy. He was like, you know what? I'm not trying to die for this interview, but I still want to put it out. Because it's a dope interview. Then the next, the next, next thing, we're jump, I'm jumping around here. And like I said, I'm not going to read the whole interview. I implore you to go to um, Vulture.com and read this interview. I'm just going to pick out the highlights for y'all. Um, this is what really got a lot of people's attention with it. The interviewer asked, if you could snap your fingers and fix one problem in the country, what would it be? That's a, a, a legit question you asked. It's like a, it's like a um, beauty pageant question. If you could fix one thing in the world, what would you fix? Most people be like, world hunger. You know what I'm saying? I want peace and all that stuff. My man Quincy, the OG, Quincy says, racism. I've been watching it for a long time, the 30s to now. We've come a long way, but we still got so long to go. The South has always been fucked up, but you know where you stand. 
Racing is a military disguised. You never know where you stand. That's what's happening now and it's good. Because people are saying that they're racist who didn't use to say it. So now we know. And he says, what's stirring everything up? Is it all about Trumpism? Never heard Trumpism before, but I'm fine with that. He says, Trump and the uneducated rednecks. Trump is just telling them what they want to hear. I used to hang with him. He's crazy. He's a crazy motherfucker. Okay, he's a crazy Don't be motherfucker. the word motherfucker. Yeah, I'm all for, I'm all for motherfuckers. Um, he says, huh. limited, limited mentally, a megalomaniac, a narcissist. I can't stand him. I used to date Ivanka, you know. Boom. Interview was like, wait, wait. The interview literally says, wait, really? <laughs> he's like, yes, yeah, sir. 12 years ago, Tommy Hilfinger, who was working with my daughter. You just say Hilfinger? That's what I said. Bruh. That guy, you know him. I run his, his, Finger? You know what I said. Ivanka wants to have dinner with you. I said, no problem. She's a fine motherfucker. <laughs> she, she had the most beautiful legs I ever saw in my life. Wrong father, though. So check this out. That was my part. I mean, he was like, best legs I've seen in my life. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, Quincy, Quincy a leg, man. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. 12 years ago, Quincy Jones was 72 years old. Remember, he's 84 now. Do the math. He was 72 years old. Views of weight loss and that views of everybody else in the world weight park podcast. But what he says about racism, and I think I want to capture that because I think it's being glossed over. Quincy Jones and I do this with my grandmother too. He said from the 30s to now. Think about all the shit he's lived through. The periods of time he's actually lived through and the fact that he's still cognitive to talk to us about it. He's seen racism evolve from nineteen thirty colors and all that shit. To where it is now, where it's, it's subtle, subtle racism. I mean, yeah. ain't nothing about this shit subtle with all it's this shit going on right now. Compared to what it used to be. Yeah, I mean, they ain't really that much far from beer, it though. To, be, to piggyback off the um, what is it, a root beer or beer's name? Yeah, this ain't your daddy's racism. Facts. Like <laughs> this shit different. Yeah, this racism is different. What what Kanye say? Racism still alive? They just be consuming it. Then they ask him, let's see, going back to the interview, they asked him about how Oprah would be a good president. And he says, I don't think she should run. She doesn't have the chops for it. If you haven't been a governor of the state or CEO of a company or military general, you don't know how to lead people. The interviewer replies, hey, she is a CEO of a company. He says, a semiconductor knows more about how to lead than most business people, more than Trump does. He doesn't know shit. Someone who knows a lot about, about real relationships when they have as many people against him as he does. He's a fucking idiot. We agree with that. Um, I yeah. Don't, don't want to read this whole thing. That was the thing that was funny to me. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I, should, I feel like I should give it a dramatic reading with this stuff. I'm just reading it like I should give it like some dramatic acting as part. He's a fucking idiot. It just sounds like you're reading to a kid to go night night. I got kids, man. Um, <laughs> Bro. I'm sitting here like. Oh, you about to go to sleep? Look at you, bruh. Bruh. Some excitement in your voice is some. It's the it's the rich melanin in my voice. Nah, like it's it sounds like voice. You hear me? It sounds like you're doing a science project or something and taping I it. I used to be a teacher. Don't. I used to be I used to be the guy from um. Used to. Don't go back. Um, where am I at? Um. 
He talks about rap, and I want to get into this because this is kind of what we do here uh, on the music today. Hold on, tablet. I apologize, incarnation tablets acting up. Okay, music today. He says basically it's loops. It's just loops, beats, and rhymes and hooks. What is there for me to learn from that? It ain't no fucking songs. The song is the power. The singer is the messenger. The greatest singer in the world cannot sing a bad song. I learned that 50 years ago. And it's the single greatest lesson I've ever learned as a producer. You don't have a great song. It doesn't matter what else you put around it. Then he goes on to say what artist he likes. Today, current artist. He says, Chance the Rapper, Kendrick Lamar. I like what Kendrick's mind is at. He's grounded. Chance too. And the Ed Sheridan record is great. Sam Smith, he's so open about being gay. I love it. Mark Ronson is someone who knows how to produce. It's just Bruno Mars, too. We don't care about him. Um, Stop throwing shade. Damn. He got bars of death? No, Bruno, no. Hey, how many awards did he win? That's not death. Oh. That's not bars of death. Bars of death. Look, look, look. Wait, wait. Yeah? Wait. <laughs> Here we go. You're going to have to stop denying his greatness, yo. Hmm. Listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know y'all two ain't talking about All these bars. bars. I know y'all two ain't telling me to get to accept someone here. when y'all still saying fuck the beehive. Because it is always fuck the beehive. There you go with Bruno Mars. <laughs> nah, well, son. That's all, different. All right, look. look That's let's different. Let's clarify this. For fuck the beehive. All of our nation, all of the beehive, <laughs> mm-hmm. etc. It's certain songs certain albums of Beyonce that I I listen to, I enjoy, I like. I'm not gonna lie about that. Mm-hmm. She is, in my opinion, over personified and overindulged as far as what she's capable of. She's not the best fucking singer and she's not the best fucking entertainer. I just she's don't not. understand how she got people talking about some the kingdom of B and listen it is not that serious but that's the thing she's never said that it just happened it's kind of like we talked about I, last week with, Mo- with Monique you can't call your own boycott she never called hey I'm Queen B respect me just like hey she's, she's Monique asked for that shit well I'm just saying you can't yeah. that's what I'm saying you can't do that mm-hmm. she's overrated that's why I say fuck the beehive cause she's overrated it's a million other female R&B artists who sing way better than her, entertain way better than her. Just my personal opinion, but whatever she got, she just got, you know, a lot of people hypnotized and just caught up in what's going on. So that's why I say fuck the Beehive because they're, you know, not open-minded. They're they're caught in the trance, so to speak. That's why I say fuck the beehive. It's not out of malice. It's just open your fucking eyes. She's not the greatest, even though she does break records and you know things like that. But she's not the only artist to fucking do that. Here's my thing, and with Bruno, like I said before, it's not my type of music. I like darker. Shoot him in the face. Shoot him in the head. Bang bang. Shoot him in the face. His first big (laughs) score was was fucking grenade. I don't know nothing about that. 
Oh, I know is. My nigga said, my nigga was so in love with a chick that didn't want her. He said, I'm going to catch a grenade for you. Yeah, he's a clown. Um, Throw my hand on the blade for you. <laughs> yeah, he's a clown for that. I'll do anything for you. <laughs> like, that was dark. Like, I'll blow myself the fuck up because I love you that much. Yeah, he's a clown. Another reason why I don't like him. That, that, that was bars of death, literally. That's just clown shit. That's just clown shit. Literally, that was bars of death, yo. Yeah, but before we, before we get off this Quincy that goes, that, that goes all the way back to uh, Teddy P. On some shit like that. You ain't never been in love how I've been in love. That nigga said he'll catch a grenade for you. <laughs> you ain't never been in love. How you, you know, back in the day, Teddy P, the only thing you do was watch TV until TV went off. <laughs> hey, he broke you it know, down too. He talked. He didn't sing that part. I watched TV yeah. until the TV went off. Until like, TV went off. See, that's how we know we're in a whole different generation. I'm pretty sure the millennials that listen to the show is like TV don't go off. Now, nah, motherfucker, TV used to go off. Programming used to go off. They used to wave the flag and play the fucking music, and then. That'll be on for a little while, and then it will skip into the church message. <laughs> yeah, facts. Yeah, I'm looking for I'm looking for this quote, one of the the best quotes of this interview, and I'm trying to because I don't want to read this whole damn interview. Here it is, right here. Um, Quincy, they ask him, "Do you hear the spirit of jazz and pop today?" He says, "No. People gave it up to chase money." <laughs> he says, "When you go after Ciroc vodka and Fat Farm and all that shit." God walks out of the room. I've never in my life made music for money or for fame. Not even Thriller. No way. God walks out of the room when you're thinking about money. You could spend a million dollars on a piano part, and it won't make you a million dollars back. That's just how it works. I think I think that part, besides the whole, you know, Richard Pryor shit, um, that part stood out to me. You know, when you're making money, God walks out of the room. I think a lot of people think like that. But once again, I implore you, Uncut Nation, go to Vulture.com, read the full interview. Um, and yes, he did say, um, Rob Fuck Marlon Brando and Marvin Gaye. And who else did he say? Yeah, he, he said that. Let me. What? <laughs> Let me what where is this at? <laughs> the juice, like, what? <laughs> Let, me, Let me read the part. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, no, wait, wait a second now. Okay, I'm going to go to it. All right. Is this at the end? It's close to the end. Here you go. All right. After the color purple? No, I think before the color purple part. But hold on. Here we go. Um, Quincy says, Marlon Brando used to go to cha-cha dancing with me. He could dance his ass off. He was the most charming motherfucker you ever meet. He fuck anything. Anything. He fuck a mailbox. James Baldwin, Richard Pryor, Marvin Gaye. Guy says, hold on, hold on. He slept with him? How do you know that? Quincy says, come on, man. He didn't give a fuck. And then later on, once the story leaked, once the story went out, people were like he ain't fuck with your pride, he ain't fuck with your pride. That's crazy. That's crazy. Really, crazy. you ain't gonna even say the part where he just totally just went like you like Brazilian music right that, after that. That, that? that wasn't that important. That was important. He's just like getting off the subject now. No, he just was like, hey, shit, it's how it was. He's one like I said, old people. They just like it's a matter of fact. It's like, hey, yeah, he fuck with your pride. You like Brazilian music? Like what the fuck? Like no, no, let's not skip over that part. <laughs> let's get hmm. back to that. 
Then there is um apparently there's footage. Um, someone dug up an interview. Shout out to Jasmine Brand on Instagram, where Richard Pryor had said, "I fuck a faggot and I liked it." That's his words, not me. And I'm gonna pull it up while we're doing this. Um, My thing was his wife confirmed it. Yeah, his wife did confirm it as well. She said Richard was openly bisexual with his friends. She said that she confirmed it. Your whole face looked blown. In a vintage clip, Pryor admits jokingly that he had sex with men before. He comments, his comments appear to be a roast of a comedian, Paul Mooney. And based on the lads in the audience, some may have not been aware that Bridget Pryor was serious. He stated that Paul was with me the first time when I fucked my first faggot. He's been holding it over my head for the last two years. I fucked the faggot. I just want to say it. Really? That's what Richard Pryor, I'm quoting him. Richard Pryor said that. And you gotta remember, this was a different time. Yeah. Richard Price said this. So that's been kind of confirmed. I don't know how I feel about that. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. But once again, Uncanation, go to vulture.com, read the full interview. There's still highlights in there I haven't read of. He talked about the color purple. He talked about Steven Spielberg. He talks about Bono from YouTube. It's a lot of great things in that interview. Please hate the town to go read it. Go ahead. Nothing. Okay. Continuing on the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. Speaking of awesome producers, one of my personal favorite quiet, quietest kept producers, Jermaine Dupree. Shout out to JD. Um, will be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Hall of Fame just a year after. Just a year after Hove was inducted. Mm-hmm. JD will be inducted. I've always liked like JD, and we had this discussion on the podcast about who's the more for Atlanta, JD or Outcast. So it's, it's interesting for that to come back around. Um, I think we want to go on to Migos. Mm-hmm. You know, just you know what's funny? Everything kind of ties back to the Quincy Jones interview. I didn't do that on purpose though. Migos is some shit. Migos ties the Beatles. With most songs in the top 100 at the same time. So, I mean, shouldn't the third grader can put out a lot of songs and they will be top 100 too. So, as as you know, um, and there was a meme floating around of all the songs. I think Elliot Wilson posted it. I don't really care. Uh, Migos have most of their album, most of Culture 2 is ranked in the top 100 on Billboard. Mm. Which I feel like it's not really a big feat anymore. Because... Why not? Streaming has kind of changed the way we look at music and chart charting things. Like if you remember a couple of weeks ago, um, Nicki Minaj was like she broke a Rita Franklin record. It was like, but it's not it's not the same. Remember back in the day, people had to get up out of their home and go to the record store. It was a whole CDs. process. Now you just you can lay in bed and press a button. You bought it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not those those feats are just not the same anymore. So for is it's a dope thing for the Migos to say, "Hey, we have the most songs in the top 100 ever." Cool, but your whole album is now charting. Back in the day, you just had one or two singles, and they didn't chart the rest of the album. Well, I mean, either that or they can just say on the internet. Yeah, Lauren Hill. Exactly. Yeah, Lauren. Yeah, it's 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 different. I think I think, perfect example, and I do this all the time. 
If Pop All Eyes on Me could try, I'm sure the whole album would have charted. Yeah. It's just, I mean, hell, if you could have done the charts, if you could have done the charts anyway, I'm sure, hell, I'm sure I'm ready to die. The entire album would have charted. Or, um, yep. what's, what's the second What's the other one? Life After Death. I'm mm-hmm. sure the whole shit would have charted. It's just now that shit is different. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's a dope feat. When you hear it, when you put the thought behind it, you're like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, because everything charts. Hmm. But staying with the Migos, um, they recently went number one on Billboard, of course, and their album, um, Culture Two. Uh, like I said, it's not a, it's not a big feat to me anymore. Does do we still put stock in the Billboard? Does that really matter anymore? I mean, Billboard used to be hot when people were buying CDs. When people were really into music videos, like we don't even really watch music videos anymore. The last time I mu- I seen a music video, it was in the bowling alley, literally. And it was like before that, it's like I'm not even into the music videos now because they're not as hot. Well, I will say, and and say weighing off of you, not in the rundown. Kendrick just dropped a video for um, all the stars with SZA. That video is magnificent. It's for it's for the soundtrack for the Black Panther, of course. Really. In theaters next week. Is the video is yeah, magnificent. I was about to say, yeah, I, I'm on the opposing side of that. Um, I watch videos regularly. I just don't watch them. You know, it's not it's not how it used to be where we had, you know, you go to a channel on cable and they just saw music videos all day and ranking music videos all day. I catch them on YouTube. Yeah. Like, like, but this was the same time that there used to be only what? Three or four streaming services. What was it? LimeWire. <laughs> LimeWire wasn't a streaming service. Hey, but LimeWire was lit. What's the saying? Give your whole computer A's mm-hmm. for a song. I'm about to say it was yeah. LimeWire, Napster. Yeah. Um, um. It was a dummy. BearShare. BearShare. Was it BearShare? Like after LimeWire, there's one that was, was called like else. MP3 Juices. It was some share. I can't think of what it was. But those were like the three major ones. Hey, let me tell y'all a secret. Y'all ready for a secret? Here's oh a wave vlog secret. He's going to show his age. No, no. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Listen. Okay, so back then in the day, and I'm saying this kind of funnily. I feel like Kevin Hart. Listen, listen. Everybody listen. Bruh. Listen, listen, listen. Anyway, back in the day when I used to rap, like, I was one of those trash. I was trash. I was a trash rapper, <laughs> right? So what I would do to get people to listen to my music is I will upload my music to LimeWire under somebody else's name. So yep. when, you, when you downloaded it, you think you're getting Jay-Z's give it to me. I hate people like y'all. Me. I wanted to fight people <laughs> like y'all. I all the time. <laughs> See, I wanted to fight people like this motherfucker here. Nah, you know, you know what's so funny though, Wade? <laughs> that tactic Show is me, still y'all. utilized. They do that on fucking YouTube. Oh yeah, they do that shit on that piff all the time. They that do it on ringtones too. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I used to yeah. do that shit back then. I mean, like, at the end of the day, bro, it's, it's one of those it's one of those things. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like at the end of the day, I know you won't click on this because it says because of what's going on in the media. It's two artists that potentially have the chance to work together, and y'all are so eager to hear them. I'ma drop a track with me and my homeboy under that. Like when the, when the rumors of Kendrick and uh, J. Cole's 
album, their collective album finally dropping. Right. When that came about, it was so much stuff on fucking YouTube. It was like Kendrick and Cole, Kendrick and Cole. When you clicked on it, it was two random ass niggas that you never heard about. Facts. Facts. It happens all the time. Yeah, with like over a million plus views. It was it was crazy. Yeah, so I, I probably started that process. I'll take credit for that. You know, in a former life, when I had when I had bars of death, huh? I used to do that all the time. So no. y'all probably have listened to my music and not even know it. You ain't even know it. Um, mm. <laughs> continuing on with the rundown. The rundown. Um, something. The rundown. Really, we we talked about streaming earlier, <clears throat> and something I wanted to notice. I don't. I'm not really subscribed to any streaming streaming sites. Um, I kind of. I'm old fashioned. I still buy my music. I still buy. CDs. I don't buy physical CDs, but I buy all the, you know what I'm saying? I buy the, you know, a CD. I buy the whole thing. I don't stream anything. But like Spot, I'm not with Spotify or Tidal or anything. You don't have a Pandora? No. I just have music. I have a bunch. I have a 256 gig iPhone. I have a bunch of music. <laughs> Lots of fucking music. I say all this to say, Tidal has lately been coming out with these new playlists like every day of, of, of some great content. Like they um, they dropped the aggressive content playlist. Now, did you research this or do you have title? I don't have title. I had title for a second because it gave you a free subscription. But like I said, I'm not really into. Did you like it? It was cool. Title was dope. Title was pretty dope. You get exclusive content. I think I think that's what sets title apart from Apple and Spotify. Is there exclusive things that you can't get anywhere else? Like right. like their podcast. You can't find a title podcast anywhere. They have great podcasts. You know, they should add the words of ways section to their podcast. I'm just saying. But they have great content. They have great videos. Of course, anytime there's a title artist, Jay-Z's entire album was on title before anybody else could get it. Mm. You know, videos and everything. Of course, you have things like that and their quality. Um, it sounds clearer on title. And I know that's kind of cliche to say, but the sound quality is different. I know if it's like high definition sound, I don't know if they have that. But it's definitely a different experience listening to the title. Um, I know a lot of people took shots at Hove when you opened title or, you know, brung it out. But I really think title, people just forget it was Jay-Z's company. It would be something. I think people are holding that against them. I really think people are holding that against them. Like their playlists are impeccable. And speaking of impeccable playlists, I think we're going to come up with a with an Ari playlist of some of the songs you put for the song of the week in a nice playlist section. And for the fans of Nation. Mm. We've been doing it for a while now, so we should have a good good section right here. That's dope. I think so. I think so. Um, but that, that's something I wanted to speak about because we you know, we talked about Drake with his playlist earlier. And last week we talked about Ray Shermer dropping a triple C D. And like I said, Title is doing these exclusive playlists. Is that something that we think is gonna be more? I see a lot of people posting when we having playlists. Go listen to our playlists. Go listen to our playlists. Is that something? Is that a direction you think music is going in more instead of albums? Just dropping play- playlists? Hmm. Mm. It's something I'm, I'm interested in. Um, I'm curious to see how it goes because, like I said, I think Tidal is really the only streaming service pushing that. Like, I don't see that from Apple. I don't see that from Spotify, but Tidal has a new playlist, a great playlist, like almost every day. 
great first of what like different, different <laughs> kind of artists like they'll have like the other day they had a big pun playlist which was mm-hmm. dope big pun music because <laughs> he just hate anniversary of death happened so he put a big pun playlist out dope um let's see if, uh, today speaking of today ghostface killers today was the 18th anniversary of supreme clientele ghostface killers 18th album i'm sorry ghostface the second album they put out a playlist of the samples from the cd the original song of the samples you could listen to phenomenal stuff hmm. like it's, it's just the direction they're going with the playlist it's like a typical playlist it's like okay ghostface album drop let's do a ghostface playlist no we're gonna go to that one first further we're gonna give you the each sample that he got for the song and give you the original song as a playlist so i think that's dope and i think that's separating them the exclusive content they're providing <laughs> Um, a couple of things I want to go over here mm-hmm. real quick. A couple of Lucy's here before we get to um, what's streaming with y'all and the song of the week here. Uh, streaming with y'all. Streaming with y'all, yeah. yeah. Uh, Beyonce is the first female artist to have three albums surpass one billion streams on Spotify. Congrats to Beyonce. Fuck the Beehive. Um, I thought this was interesting, and I guess this conversation made you have it already. There's it's a petition for Marvel slash Disney to have the 25% of the proceeds from Black Panther go to the black community. So a lot of people... In what way? What does that mean? It's very, Where are you going to start? It's very vague. What, um, you going to start in the schools? They need the books? Where are you going to start? Like, you going to start at some of these jobs and some of the, like, broken down buildings? Where are you going to start? The fucked up streets? I think, um, I mean, the, nah. quote, the quote unquote woke people are saying that Black Panther is supposed to be quote unquote exploiting African culture for a dollar because it's so rich in African culture, but it's the money still goes to Disney, which is a white country. Well, where else would it go? I know it's 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 a funny it's it's funny the the closer we get to the movie, the more bullshit comes out about it. It's like they don't want you to see it. But that's just like anything great. I'm pretty sure that they had some conspiracy and all this other shit when the Rosa Parks movie came out. Let me read to you the exact quote here. Through a clever, well-manufactured marketing campaign, Marvel Studios and their parent company, the Walt Disney Company, has targeted the black community with their advertisements for the upcoming Black Panther film, due to release in February 16, 2018. As a marginalized group, we have become more vocal. Corporations and their savvy public relations departments have turned into catering to these groups to turn a profit. And this film, Marvel Studios, is no different different he's talking about let's see here obviously appeals to the black community by playing the revolution will not be televised during the film's initial trailer and he's demanding demanding here that they donate 25 percent of their proceeds to the community and not saying specifically in what way i hate people do stuff about that he's also saying that since the film is based in a fictitious country in africa that the film, the money should be donated to science, technology, engineering, and mathematic programs. Get the fuck out of so here. So we can make such advancements possible in real life. Get um, the fuck out of here. I just, I just, it just feels like it's a good idea, but I don't like the premise for it. I don't like you saying we're doing this because 
since y'all gonna make money off of us let's use that money for, if you if they say let's do this did they, they feel did that, that way about dear white people on netflix for sure like why does somebody always have to donate to somebody or do something like that when it has to be a black movie they don't ask for that shit with a white movie they don't ask for that shit with the all white cast and they damn sure don't ask for it with all white superheroes so the first time that a black superhero comes out and then you want to blame black people for having something to look up to, do you want to fucking say something about that? I'm high. I see. Talk, talk Sorry. Your, talk your shit, all right? Talk just your shit. Just saying, like, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. They always whining and complaining about this, this, that, and the third. Okay, we get our month. Can we get a movie too? Or nah? Y'all can have everything else, but we can't get this. Okay, we gonna crowd the movies. Let us. At the same time, this is the first movie. I can understand if this was like the 10th movie, the 100th movie like y'all motherfuckers have. We don't have that. We may get a token black hero in there who may show his face, say a line, and that's the end of the the entire time he's in there. But okay, but you do have those other movies where he's he's not even the main person in the entire film. Like Falcon from Civil War. That's why I'm trying to say yeah, like, yeah. okay, well, there are some black people that stay the entire film, yeah. but they're not the main the character. Star, yeah. It's not a black movie. The yeah. people that fall in love are not black. Yeah. And I will say the early reviews I'm hearing on Black Panther are excellent. Some people, a lot of people saying this is probably the second greatest Marvel movie ever. Well, we just gonna have to see for ourselves and we figure that out. It. I don't, I don't, we definitely gonna see it. But I think the petition is, is, is it's a good idea to donate funds, but I think it's 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 too broad. You can't say let's donate money to the black community. So that's when people come in and say, okay, so where where are we gonna donate it? What are we gonna do? It's too broad. I think it's a great idea, and we, and that's what I was saying earlier. Like that. the black community, like where, which part? Yeah, we have so much that's fucked up, and I'm not saying anything wrong about our people. We know what's fucked up. We can get together and fix it, but we don't want to. And at the same time, even if we get together and Fix it up. There's some of us who don't want to see that shit and break it right back the hell down. It's a lot, like I say, like I was saying, there's a lot of people. The more I see, the closer we come to the, the opening of the movie, the more black people I see protesting. Them. The more black people I see saying they don't want to see this movie. That people are taking advantage of our culture. It's it's really odd because we've known about Black Panther for like two years now. We know the movie's coming, but like closer it gets to the movie, the more and more people I see. There's Facebook groups about it. There's like people are really hating on this movie, and I just don't understand it. I, and black I'm a, people I'm a are against person. Black Panther because they feel like it's exploiting the bat, the black community. Yeah, they feel like the movie wasn't shot in Africa for real. How can it be an African nation if it wasn't shot in Africa? Stupid, because it's a. Ma- I'm not telling you this is what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not saying these are my arguments. I'm saying this is what I'm I saying. I don't know what they say. These have the most these simplest answers. But they're saying they're saying stuff like okay with well, the. Disney shot us was a white-owned company. Like these are stupid arguments, but these are the arguments I'm seeing. And people, you know, the fake woke people are saying all about the the man is doing this. It's, it's really crazy that we can't even have a movie and that ain't from our own people. Yeah, but even if like the comic book was written before any of this shit, anyway. Yeah. Okay. So the fact that they chose to shine light on it, everybody takes their interpretation and makes it their own because he's a superhero. But I don't see y'all praising Spider-Man like that. And then for some people, they like Black Panther is a Spider-Man. I, th- I think it's I, I like the stories I hear about 
when people are raising money to send the kids to go see it, or it was a story that um an Atlanta movie theater got bought out to send seven hundred kids to see Black Panther. I like stuff like that. Yeah, so they can, um, what is it? The representation. Yeah, the representation was um so they would know how how it looks to be a superhero. Well, yeah, so you can identify with the character on the screen. I mean, like I said, I have kids. And my daughter, you know, my daughters will ask me questions about stuff like that. They'll see it and be like, Dad, what's this? I have to explain to them who T'Challa is, who Siri is, who Baku is. And they're they're genuinely like, oh, wow, that's interesting. Because they can see themselves in the characters. Mm-hmm. They, can't, they can't see themselves in Wonder Woman. They can see Siri looks like I mean, but to be honest, even growing up and stuff like that, we couldn't yeah. associate ourselves with the princess either. Exactly. The furthest one that we could be was Jasmine. Yeah, exactly. But now they got what the princess and the frog or some yeah, some shit. Yeah. I don't know. But here's but the, we ain't had that growing up. But here's the thing: if Marvel is a Disney company, and Suri is T'Challa's sister, he's the king. Doesn't make that make Suri a Disney princess? What? Suri is Black Panther's sister, T'Challa's sister, right? Marvel is a Disney company. So Suri is a princess of Wakanda. Doesn't that make her a Disney princess? I'm just saying. I couldn't mean the way you repeat that. Okay. Now, in Black Panther, his sister is a prince is the princess, right? Right. Marvel is owned by Disney, right? Uh-huh. So if his sister is the princess, doesn't that make her a Disney princess? It does. So we have another black Disney princess. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. That's the one. A roundabout way. Conspiracy theory way. And everybody is going to be cosplaying. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm so proud of my people. People are actually having, like, Black Panther parties where they're saying, let's go see this movie in, in African garbs. I'm in a group on Facebook right now, I swear. And they're like, yo, what are we wearing to the Black Panther? And people are posting their pictures. Like, I'm wearing this. I'm wearing the shiki. I'm wearing this. I'm all, I'm all for it. I don't know white people say that. But the black people, we say it because white people be there. Like, well, I'm going to wear white, uh, the shiki too. No, you're not, Steve. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but I'm all for that. So please go see Black Panther. Not bootleg. Shoot a bootleg. Don't bootleg Black Panther. Shoot a bootlegger? Shoot a bootlegger. And staying with Disney, it was announced today that Disney may be making a live action Kim Possible. I know that's something you might like. I don't care. Yeah. She's white, yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing at you, ladies. Um, I have no idea what just happened. So, G. What do we have? Yeah. What do we have streaming this week, man? This week, I mean, one that was a nice segue to go into it because <laughs> I got the Black Panther soundtrack album. That's at the top of my list. Right. I gotta hear that. I got. I gotta listen to that. What I've heard from it so far um, is phenomenal. Yeah. The crazy thing is, it says the way it's written is VA Black Panther the album. Mm. 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 Um, I got two chains new EP. Yeah, that just dropped, right? Yeah, the play don't care who makes it. Uh, 
two club misfit into the night. I'm curious about this new Riff Raff track. This new, well, not track, project called uh, Cool Blue Jewels. So I'm going to give that a spin, see what it sounds like. Uh, a group that never lets me down, Audio Push got a new project out called uh, Cloud Mad. West Coast. Uh, and hmm. coming back again with the West Coast, uh, Shaman, California's Cold. And then, last but not least, Bob Marley and the Fugees. Oh. You can't stop the, you can't stop the shining. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. I think I definitely want to download. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's an interesting uh, playlist this week. An interesting playlist. I will say, um. What I've heard from the Black Panther soundtrack is phenomenal. Uh, the video, All the Stars, was like I said earlier, with um, Kendrick and, and SZA is on UncutMagazine.net right now. Go see it. It's Shameless Club. Shameless, Shameless Club. Club. It's um, Black Excellence at its finest. Please go see that. Um, and I mean, once you stream all that and couple it with what I'm about to tell you, you got a great fucking playlist for me. Facts. We definitely, I think, you know what we might do? Speak, hey, this is totally off the off the subject here, but right. um, since we're going to do the playlist for Ari, Ari's songs of the week playlist, mm. um, we should probably drop that song. I think maybe for, maybe for Valentine's Day. Drop what? Your playlist. The Ari Valentine's oh, mix. Oh, Lord. Really? The Ari Valentine's mix. Are, speaking of it, are we, are we doing anything for Valentine's Day? I'm gotta say specifically, are y'all doing anything? Nothing. Be probably. I hate love, so there you go. Probably. I might be out of town. I'm I'm not messing with you. So you got frequent flyer miles. Anything, G? Any plans? Huh? (laughs) Of course he got plans. Don't do that. Don't stop that. Nah. No, I can't. I can't really hear. No, I, said I can't really hear. So I, I missed all of that. You said I have any plans? Gee, do you have any Valentine's Day, Day plans? Do I have what plans? Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, it's going down. <laughs> Next week is Valentine's Day, so if you if you are you believe in that I'm type of stuff, to, if you will boot up, is, fuck you. This is, this is mean, the first time. This is the first time in like a couple of years that I have not celebrated <laughs> Singles Awareness Day. Singles Awareness Day. <laughs> Shit, I am celebrating this year. Thank you very much with a sip of wine and a pep to my step. You celebrating my like Single done. Awareness Day? Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Single Awareness Day allows you to reflect and let you know how many people you can say fuck you too. Yes. Facts. Well, I mean, unless you also unless you know how many people dare to you all of that. It allows you it's a cosmic cleanse of energy. Both my hands itch. I don't know. It's both the hands, bless you. Single awareness day next week. Uh <laughs> we should we should have did a show for single awareness day. <laughs> It's not funny. Well, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that March 14th, though. Goodbye. 
steak and blowjob day. <laughs> I don't eat steak, so I don't be care. Yes, yes really. I do. So I'm, I'm ready for the repercussions while it's I'm just like my girls get Valentine's Day and guys cool. get steak and blowjob. We're day. totally off the subject of anything hip hop, but let's go in. Uh, G, <laughs> Juju, I, I can't, I can't call you Juju. I'm sorry. Juju was not Juju familiar with Abby. no, because Juju is Cam girl. Juju on Abby. Hey. Stop. Anyway, Juju was not familiar That's with tight. um March 14th. Can you explain to him and the Uncut Nation who's what is March 14th? March 14th is the male's quote-unquote Valentine's Day. I just said that. It's, it's the men's day. Uh, Valentine's Day, as we know it at this particular junction, is, you know, a female holiday. It's, it's catered to and, you know, driven and... The mainstream public for women, you know, the candy, the stuffed animals, the flowers, the balloons, all of that. So I never got all of that. A month, a month after that's over with, it's time for the women to celebrate the men. Men are not as complicated. We get straight to the point. Staking a blue job. <laughs> Let me eat. Why are you giving me head? Well, Simple, straight to the point. That's all it is. Y'all trying to eat a steak while getting your dick sucked? I don't eat steak, so I don't eat beef. I mean, there's like spitting. No, I don't. I don't want to. Like I said, I don't know about wow, but you know, a, mm. a nice chicken dinner, some chicken alfredo. You know, later <laughs> on. Later That's on, cute. You know, chicken alfredo and and blowjob day. You know, hey. Alfredo and Felicia, you can't go wrong. I mean, bars. My my whole take on it is with, especially with the, you know, the time frame that we in, and you know, the various diets and religions and programs and eating habits. You know, we get served on the plate. Ladies, just make sure you're catering to your man as far as what you're serving. I don't know uh, a man alive, regardless of his his complexion, his his birthday, his religion, or whatever. Don't want you to get on, get down, <laughs> put it in jail. I don't know a guy who don't. This is true. Well, you know, you know what? That's another conversation for another day. Let's let's get into because I was about to start a whole another tangent. Let's get into mm. um. Ari's song of the week here. We'll come back to um Alfredo and Flacio another day. <laughs> Is that the name of the episode? The Chinese episode? No. We'll think. Uh, Ari, what do you have for us this week? Uh, apparently a survey on YouTube. A survey on YouTube. Oh, sorry. It, it's it's playing, but um. Oh right, right, right. Um. Right. So. Um, I got N F. You know, in the letter N, the letter F. Yeah, that's why I'm just saying N F. No, I'm, for the nation I'm hoping can't. it's not like mm, for something, cause mm-hmm. I mean I would have it all fucked up. So I'm just guessing it's gonna be N F. Okay, N F. Yeah, and the uh, song is "If You Want Love." Okay, so that once again was hold on, quiet song. That once again was N F with "If You Want Love." 
here on W A R I. We play all the W A R I Wary. It's W R E. Bruh, that is horrible. <laughs> just made it up. Just play the no, damn song. Freestyle Ask me how I'm doing, I say okay. Yeah. But ain't that what we all say? Sometimes I think back to the old days. In the pointless conversations with the old me. Yeah. Back when my mama used to hold me. I wish somebody would have told me. If you want love, you gon' have to go through the pain. If you want love, you gon' have to learn how to change. If you want trust, you gon' have to give some away. If you want love, if you want love, I have a reason for that one. Okay. Got a reason for that one. Okay. So I've had about, we haven't been saying our weeks and stuff. Right. You know, not throwing shade, but I'm throwing shade because I miss it. But um, no, I've had a couple of uh, friends pass away to some domestic violence issues and some um, people who couldn't decide to leave relationships and stuff like that, you know, who went through that. So, you know, when I was, when I heard the song this week, it was like I had to listen to it. And I really listened to it. And that was this song of my entire week. And it, it, it was it was pretty like things that you want to say and things that you don't know how to. But then you hear a song or somebody else puts it in the words and you're like, you know what? That's exactly how I feel. But I didn't know how to say it. Yeah. So, you know, that was just like my little ode to my friends and whatnot this week. You had to come in all a serious moment. I had a bunch of, of I had a bunch of jokes for that. No, nope. he, he sound like Drake. That was, I had a bunch of jokes. Oh for Oh my gosh, Drake! Like I was ready for him, but since Look, you want to be all serious, Drake, Drake is hot. Serious, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake, you were such a hater over there. <laughs> but um, you didn't get that on camera though. Okay. Oh, you funny. Um, anything else before we get out of here, ladies and gentlemen? Um, I'm about to. Uh, we have everything. Tape the ending today. Oh yeah, a medical marijuana bill passed in Virginia. Boop, boop. I mean, you all know, my weed heads. I mean, still I can't get hired at fucking I don't places. Even smoke, but you know, um, I mean, oh, yeah. if if I did, if you but did. I don't. Uh, Taraji P Henson is directing a Thank you. movie. Yes. So that's a big thing. Look out for that. It's a huge thing. Um, and I think is that, the world even ready for that? Uh, the Super Bowl happened, but you know we don't watch football, so that's that. What? Well, I don't watch football. How about that? Alright, so then the Eagles that. won. Yeah. I just know Meat Meal was free meat. Free Meat Meal. Okay, but the halftime show was kind of bomb. Um, That's not what I'm hearing. <laughs> I liked it. Um, I'm not hearing. We, we should have talked about that, but I'm, oh, not, I'm not hearing I that. I liked it. Um, anything else when we get out of here? French tribute. Oh, oh that wasn't a tribute. Oh yeah. Um. No, nah, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't want to give her no more credit. I don't want to give her no more credit. Mm-hmm. We talked about her last week. I'm not gonna talk about her no more. Um. Did I mention the H and M stores are closing? I don't remember. Probably last show. Probably. But yeah. That's it. Um. Yeah. H and M is closing a bunch of their stores after. You know what happened. So fuck them. Gee, anything you want to get get out before we get out of here? Nah, I'm good. You a anything? 
Huh? Anything you want to get out for me? No. Nope. Yeah, I Other than I can, I. So. We'll, we'll, we'll fix the mic. Uh, so okay, let's get with social media and let's get out of here. A. K A. <laughs> um, Ari. So Lady Ari, <laughs> that's my Facebook. All right. H O N three Y underscore D I P P three D. Honey dipped. Replace the E's with threes. Underscore in the middle. Um. What was that? Oh. And the same thing for uh, Snap is Snapchat and Instagram, and then um, that should be it. Cause I, I still don't know how to change my Twitter. I keep telling you know what we'll have a conversation. Yeah, no. Um, G, your social media, not your social. We go through this all the time. There you go. Nobody uses it. Nobody Why? loves me. People. Nobody cares. Uh, shit. Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> underscore G, underscore L-I. Uh, Snap is A-G-R dot G. Facebook is A-G-R dot G-L-I. Make sure you check out the website, A-G-R-H-B-L-S dot com. All your A-G-R exclusives. Boom. Um, do you want to give out yours? Nick, neck, patty, wet, give a dog a bone. Oh, bless it. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, G. <laughs> Got my back. Come on with it. So you just gonna stop? You just gonna stop? No, no, no. No, I do that again. You so shy. Oh my goodness! Do that one more time. What no, was it? I do. What was he it? He said it. In, oh damn. No, no, no. no, no. I won't do what it. was it? It won't do. Somebody said it well, uh, nah. when when Rockefeller oh, rushed. Nah. Uh, hot ninety seven. Hey. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. What? We, I'm sorry. We're gonna I went off on the thing. <laughs> we're gonna let um Ju go ahead and Ju give out your social media so they can follow you. One more time. PRDX photography on IG. Peace and blessings. Okay. Yeah. And I'm biscuits and molasses. <laughs> you say peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. I thought you said biscuits and molasses. What? That didn't even <laughs> sound like that. Oh. Are you hungry? Yes. I'm not, I'm, Yes, I am. And the Chinese spot is closed. Told you where to go. Biscuits and molasses. I know. I might have to go to Walmart. Where to go? Go to 7-Eleven. Anyway. Anyway, and of course, my social media um, is is the drum roll. Wade blogs on everything. Snapchat, Instagram. Nah, son. Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm in Facebook jail right now. So fuck y'all. Um... Damn, you are. What happened? Yeah, some long story. Uh, oh, I didn't wow. do anything. Some, mm. haters, some haters, haters in the world. Haters Let's in the talk world. about this. Yeah, I didn't do anything. All right, uh, come on. What else? Make sure you follow us. Um, the Words with Wade Instagram, the Words with Wade Snapchat. I mean, go to wordswithwade.com. The site is up. It's active. Uh, it's under construction, but it is up. Thank I'm you. working on it. Um, and I think that's everything. <laughs> Yeah, we're having a conversation back here. Um, uh, Tina's everything. Yes. Anything else in there? Nah. All right, so let's do it. You gonna, you gonna? What, what I'm you gonna? about to put the flash in your ass. It's going down. <laughs> These late night shows, everybody come in sleepy. You ready? Do I need to look at the camera? No. Go ahead. All right. So, All right. as always. As always. <laughs>
As always. You may agree with what we say. Mm-hmm. You may not mm-hmm. agree with what we say. Okay. Okay. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? What's that? We keep it uncut. 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 Until next week, we'll catch you on the internet. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade.